Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are listening to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. You can find Locked On Yankees on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word. You can find me on Twitter at StayScots. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. We'll be discussing rumors that are going around about the Yankees, news items, this day in history, and more. But first, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Today is Wednesday, December 2nd. First of all, how are we in December already? How did that happen? With the way this year has gone, it does feel like March was about six years ago. And then in other ways, it feels as if October, November, and December snuck up on us. I don't know. It's just such a strange year. Anyway, it's December 2nd. There's not that much happening, at least on the Yankees front. Lots of rumors going around. There are articles about certain players they think the Yankees are interested in. There are articles about... DJ LeMayhew and the Yankees trying to work out a deal because he wants to stay in New York and they want him to stay in New York. They obviously don't want anyone stealing him away. There are rumors about players the Yankees might be interested in who aren't from the major leagues. There may be guys coming over from Korea or Japan. We'll see what happens there. Today's first bit of news involves CC Sabathia. HBO Sports and Major League Baseball are teaming up on a documentary called Underneath the Grapefruit Tree, the C.C. Sabathia story. It's about the life and career of the former New York Yankees, Milwaukee Brewers, and Cleveland Indians pitcher. It'll debut on HBO December 22nd, and it'll stream on HBO Max. Sabathia said, I couldn't be more grateful for the chance to give viewers an inside look into my career and to share my unfiltered story. I struggled for a long time with alcohol addiction and anxiety, which I pretty much hid from everyone I knew. It's my hope we can inspire athletes and non-athletes alike to open up and let their friends, family, and teammates know that there is a path through this. You are not alone. So the documentary will be narrated by Sabathia. It will look at his early life, his playing career, and as he said, his battles with alcoholism and anxiety, and it will include behind-the-scenes footage from his final season. So that'll be pretty cool for Yankee fans and baseball fans alike to watch. This is the second HBO documentary I'm interested in watching. There's another one coming out earlier in the month about the Bee Gees that looks really cool. The Yankees have a very large hole in their pitching rotation. Basically, it's Garrett Cole and question marks. It looks like there is a player from Japan that'll be posted soon. Could be as early as this week, according to MLB.com. 
The Yamiuri Giants of the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan are expected to post right-handed pitcher Tamayuki Sagano. He's 31 years old. He went 14-2 with a 1.97 ERA and 131 strikeouts in 137 innings in 2020. He's pitched eight seasons in the MPB. He's posted a 2.34 ERA, and he's won the Sara Mora Award, which is the award for the best pitcher. So I'm assuming that's like the Cy Young Award for the MPB. As you know, the Yankees have had success with a couple of Japanese pitchers over the last two decades, Hiroki Kuroda and Masahiro Tanaka. But they've also had issues with other Japanese starters like Hideki Urabu and Keigawa, who were high-priced mistakes. Tanaka is still a free agent, and while Sagano could be an option for the Yankees, the San Diego Padres and San Francisco Giants are expected to be among the teams that are interested in him, according to the report. Not only do the Yankees need starting pitching, but they're going to need some relievers, especially with the loss of Tommy Canely and if Adam Adovino doesn't bounce back this year after a not-so-great 2020. You can cross Trevor May off the list. He signed a two-year deal with the Mets. It's rumored to be around $15 million. May, who is 31 years old, posted a 3.19 ERA over the past three seasons with the Twins, and that's since returning from Tommy John surgery. He had a 3.86 ERA in 2020. His strikeout rate of 14.66 per nine innings ranked seventh in the majors. His 43% whiff rate was eight. His average fastball velocity, which sat nearly 94 miles an hour before his Tommy John surgery, rose for the third straight season to a career high of 96.4. He joins Juris Familia, Dylan Betances, Miguel Castro, Brad Brock, and Edwin Diaz in the Mets' bullpen. And he'll be the first of many moves that the Mets will be making with new owner Stephen Cohen taking the reins. It's going to be fun to watch an owner in New York spend money on his team. Unfortunately for Yankee fans, it's not going to be the Yankees' owner. So apparently the Yankees have expressed interest in Yadier Molina. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's so funny because it feels like he's been around forever, and he has. He made his debut in 2004. He will be, or he just turned 38 in July. He'll turn 39 next summer. But when you hear Yadier Molina's name, you're picturing him as a 43-year-old backup catcher. (laughs) Because that's what I picture in my mind. Does that make sense? He just seems way older than he actually is. In baseball years, and especially for a catcher, 38 is old. Anyway, he played 42 games last season. And in... 156 plate appearances. He triple slashed 262, 303, 359. He had four home runs and he drove in 16 runs. That's not terrible for a backup. It has also been reported that the Yankees are interested in another backup catcher. We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, let's talk about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And that's not hyperbole. I love them. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. They taste really great. They have amazing flavors. There are 18 of them. There are new flavors that just came out recently, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, 
and Cherry Barcia. Among the original 12 flavors, you have German chocolate, peanut butter, mint brownie, salted caramel, everything, again, covered in 100% chocolate. They're great for the health-conscious person. They're great if you want to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Again, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever and you should try it. So as I mentioned, Yadier Molina is one of the backup catchers that is showing interest from the Yankees, but there's another guy who's also drawing interest from the Yankees. James McCann. McCann was non-tendered by the Tigers after a bad 2018 campaign, but he's done well with the White Sox. He's made 587 plate appearances with the White Sox, and his triple slash was 276, 334, 474. That works out to a 116 WRC+. The Yankees, as you know, have been having issues with Gary Sanchez not performing up to the standards that they want him to perform. 2020 was especially abysmal for Sanchez, and the Yankees seem to be exploring all of their options. The Yankees aren't the only team interested in McCann. The Phillies are also interested in the backup backstop. It looks like they'll be losing JT Realmuto. And I know there are some Yankee fans out there who are wishing they could replace Sanchez with Realmuto, but I don't see that happening. Speaking of Sanchez, today is his 28th birthday. As I said, his 2020 was really disappointing. His triple slash was 147, 253, 365, and he had a 36% strikeout rate. Things got so bad for Sanchez that by the time the postseason had rolled around, he had pretty much fallen behind Kyle Higashioka on the Yankees' depth chart. Sanchez is an enigma. When he's on, he is one of the best players in the league. He hits the crap out of the ball. But when he's bad, he is so bad. I mentioned his 2020 numbers. I mentioned the strikeout rate. It felt like he struck out all the time in 2020. There were games where he was 0 for 3 with 3 strikeouts, 0 for 4 with 3 strikeouts. It seemed like he couldn't make any adjustments. It also felt as if anytime you thought he was turning a corner, anytime he had a big hit, like the Grand Slam against the Mets, you thought, okay, maybe this is the moment when he's turning his season around, and it just didn't happen. And it wasn't only frustrating to watch, it was puzzling to watch. He was just swinging at balls. He looked like he had no plan when he went up to the plate. He was just flailing away. And there were times I got so angry, I wanted to throw my remote against the TV. I didn't because I didn't want to have to replace my expensive TV. But my goodness, it just... I couldn't believe what I was watching, and I think every Yankee fan felt that way. Now, there are some Yankee fans who have always disliked Gary Sanchez, and no matter what he did, they found the negative in his performance, even when he was doing well. And I know that those people were watching Gary Sanchez's 2020 with a bit of glee in them. And I don't understand that mentality at all. I don't understand how you can root for a team but want a player to do badly. I don't get it. Well, okay, wait, no, let me... Hmm. I can understand if a player is a jerk 
in real life or if he's done something questionable in real life and you don't want him to do well. Like Aroldis Chapman, there are a lot of people who don't like him after the domestic violence incident and people, they may want the Yankees to win, but they don't want him to do well. But Gary Sanchez hasn't done anything like that. The only thing he's done to Yankee fans is frustrate the hell out of them, honestly. As I said earlier, I think there's a faction of Yankee fans who have this pipe dream of ownership going after JT Real Muto and replacing Gary Sanchez with him. I don't see that happening. I really don't. I mean, they're still trying to work out a deal with DJ LeMahieu after the last two seasons that he had. They should just open up the checkbook and be like, hey, dude, what do you want? We'll give it to you. So before I go, today is the non-tender deadline. And there are some names to look out for. People that the Yankees will keep, obviously. Clint Frazier, Chad Green, Aaron Judge, Jordan Montgomery, Glaber Torres, Luke Voigt, Gio Urshela. Questionable people, possibly Luis Sessa and Jonathan Holder. And the biggest name on this list is Gary Sanchez. I don't see them cutting him loose. I can see them getting possibly Molina or McCann and having him fight for his job, but unless they're going to replace him with Real Muto, they're not going to cut him loose. And as I said, I don't see the Yankees going after Real Muto. The non-tender deadline is 8 p.m. tonight, so on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Yankees, we'll talk about who the Yankees kept, who they threw away, Maybe they'll have signed DJ LeMayhew by then. Who knows? But for now, that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Wednesday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.